you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. L-A-S-I-K. LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Coming up this hour, and with week 13 almost in the books, the, uh, you know, this late in the season, guys, 31-32, still in contention for a playoff nice. fourth. Welcome to Good Morning Football. A lot of ins, a lot of outs, a lot of what have you. It's presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. We are live in New York. My name is Kay Adams, Peter Schrager, Kyle Brandt here, and then we have two-time MVP, Super Bowl champion, Pro Football Alabama. Nice. What's up? Be invited to the table Kurt. instead of having to... Watch it on my elliptical. Yeah. yeah. I, I like that I have the time change so I don't have to get up quite as early as yeah, you guys. Yeah, man. It's right at workout time, so it's perfect. Let's perfect. go. We're going to have a whole step aerobic segment tomorrow, Kurt. That you oh, my gosh. Are you going to lead it? I'm going to lead it, buddy. Lead it. I got the leg warmers. You got warmers. your lead. Yeah, here Let's you go. go. Right, I like it. We're going like to lead it. the show, too, with Broncos Chiefs. Let's yeah. get after it. Let's go to Arrowhead Stadium. We haven't seen these Chiefs in a little while. Been away, a little vacay. And here come the Broncos. Broncos have never beaten Patrick Mahomes. Never. 7-0. Is Denver going to show up to this game? We're trying to figure out Denver, their identity. Who are they? Do they matter? Chiefs running away with it. It really was never close after that 28-play drive got stopped. 22-9. And yet again, afterwards, it's almost like Mahomes is kind of apologizing for a win. Take it away, Pat. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we feel like we're not playing our best football. We have spurts where we're really good, and then we have spurts where we kind of have these, these – we're not scoring. We're not finding ways to finish drives. So definitely as a competitor, you want to be better. But I think you win football games, you win football games at the end of the day. And so uh, for us, if we keep winning football games, defense keeps playing the way that they're playing. When the offense, we, we really become who we know we can be, uh, we'll be a hard football team to beat. Defense, an absolute standout yet again. What a turnaround for them this season. Let's take a look at the AFC playoff picture, guys. Most of week 13's in the book, so that the Patriots did not play yet. They play tonight against the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. They're the one seed, though. They play tonight. The Bills will try to mess with that. All four division leaders in the AFC have an 8-4 record after Kansas City's performance last night. So very tight. Not a lot of room there 
at the top. Shrinks, what'd you make of it? Uh, you know, the Chiefs get the win, they move on, and, and it's they're in this four seed, but you feel like they're red hot and you don't want to face them come the playoffs. I was curious about Denver going into this game because here was Denver coming in with a head of steam, and it was the Broncos with the big win over the Chargers. And let's go. Last night was a great example of teams who have been there and teams who have not been there. And I'm going to take you through three plays where it's a great version of that entire theory of I will go with the teams with the experience in big spots. Denver, they're not used to this the last few years. Certainly under Vic Fangio, they're 6-5, and five, first time. So you can, they're not going to win playoff games. You're not going to win playoff games on the road. And Kansas City did not have their best stuff on offense. The drops were still there. I'm watching Pringle drop passes. I'm watching Tyreek drop pass. Still very confusing game on offense. And yet, this seems to be how these games are going for Kansas City. Their defense bails out the offense, and their sheer experience and know-how is getting wins in the books. They are red hot, and yet I don't feel like they've even hit their stride as a team. Mm -hmm. Kansas City, I would not want to face them in the playoffs. They're not even playing complete football yet, mm -hmm. but their experience, their know-how, and Denver's lack thereof, it, I think, was last mm -hmm. night's story. Well, And you wonder, too, are they going to get there? Because you looked at the beginning of the year, defense was awful, offense was really good. Now... Offense, just average. Defense playing really good. If they put it all together, I'm with you. The thing that always amazes me is that I think the history of Kansas City, like you said, 20 plays, we're going to go for it on fourth and two. Well, we can't beat this team kicking field goals. How many teams do you hear say that when they play against the Chiefs? The Ravens have done it numerous times. Like, we're going to go for it on every fourth down. At some point, just play football. That's just play the game and don't go out there going, oh, my gosh, I remember what they did mm. win. <laughs> point. Play your game. And that's how I feel so many teams go into these games against the Chiefs, even though the Chiefs aren't quite the team that we've seen over the last couple years. I just wonder at some point where you just say, let's just play our game. Mm -hmm. You know, Because Denver, like you said, they were in that yes. football game. Get some points. You go 20 plays, you get no points. Mm -hmm. What does that do to you when you walk over to the sideline? You're like... Seriously, mm -hmm. what, what was that? How are we ever going to win a game mm -hmm. doing this? Even if you go 20 and you only get three, you're saying, man, 20 plays, we took this much time off the clock. Patrick Mahomes is on the sideline. Right. It's a close game. We're in good shape. But just play your football game because I believe Kansas City is beatable, as mm -hmm. all teams in the AFC are beatable right now. Yeah, and it's weird. It's, Peter, you said they're red hot. Like, are they? <laughs> they're hot. They, they've they've they're won winning. five in a yeah. row by yeah. definition. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I can't describe... They won't let us fall in love with them, this team. It's strange because, Kurt, I don't know who they are offensively. Like, it's not like the same old defense, defense. I have no idea who they are. It's the first time in his career that Patrick Mahomes has gone two straight games without throwing a touchdown pass. Mm. So you think, it, well, it's Kelsey up and down the field. It's not Kelsey up and down the field. Kelsey hasn't, has scored one time in the last seven games. It's not Kelsey. So it's Tyreek. It's Tyreek. Tyreek's last 100-yard game was nine weeks ago. So they're kind of a running team. Mahomes is not throwing touchdowns. I don't know who they are. So it's almost like the rest of the AFC. They've won five in a row, okay? They're going to go for their sixth straight division. They're the Chiefs. But I'm not scared of them yet, and I'm not, to your point, I don't know what kind of ghost the Broncos were playing against mm. last night about that was the 2019 Chiefs that said, you got to go for it. Gotta, not really. Put a right. field goal. Maybe that game goes right. completely differently. So five in a row on their way to a division, another home game, and yet I don't love this team. And I feel like every single week, Mahomes is explaining why they won in this sort of bizarre, wonky fashion. And the strangest part is, it's their offense. It's but not there yet. That's what happens, right? They set the expectation. I've mm -hmm. always said that. You want to have expectations that people expect you to score 35 points mm -hmm. a game. But then when you get that expectation, it's hard to live up to it every single week. Like, I mean, you're sitting here going, eh, I don't know, they've only <laughs> won five straight or what. You know, it's like they're doing you're, what they have to are do. Are you concerned about the offense? I think I would be if I looked at the rest of the AFC and I said, 
oh, man, there's a dominant team out there. I mean, I look at all these teams and I go, "Eh, I mean, the Patriots are, I mean, how many points are they going to score against you? I mean, the Titans, I'm not worried about anybody. So I still look at the Chiefs and go, I still know it's there. Even though I haven't seen it, that's kind of how I'm looking at it, too, is I know it's there. Can they get it back becomes the question. I'm somewhere in between you and Kyle because I I don't know what the team is, but I know what they look like. They look like pre-Mahomes Chiefs a little bit. Alex Smith Chiefs? Yeah, like Alex Smith would always come out. Remember this? To like really think about those Alex Smith playoff teams. They'd start the game really fast, look great. Then when it goes off Andy Reid's script, it was like, what's what's happening? And they never ended the game well. That's what's happening with this team. If you look at it, they've been held under 20 offensive points in three of their last four games. But specifically, even more staggering and weird and prima homesy than that, they score early on and they never find the end zone again. Mm-hmm. Against the Packers, they went the final 51 minutes of that game without a touchdown. Against Dallas, they went 44 minutes without a touchdown. Last night, they were 52 minutes without an offensive mm-hmm. touchdown. Mm-hmm. So there's hey. some weirdness going on with that, Triggs. I don't mm-hmm. know what that's mm-hmm. called, but it's scoring early and mm-hmm. then I don't know if it's off script. I don't know what mm-hmm. it is after that. Well, I think that's the point is those Alex Smith teams will go to the playoffs and lose and that's like why we're worried about them let me understand and especially with Kurt here it is obnoxious that I'm starting Monday morning and saying they've won five in a row I'm not impressed it's completely obnoxious but I do think I'm honest I think the Chiefs fans would agree with you yeah it's 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 uncomfortable to win this way when their defense is and you're relying on on huge plays from Sorensen and the rest of the guys and I'd say this those drops they're not going away Mm -hmm. like we showed the Tyreek play but Pringle dropped two in a big drive and Kelsey Allen eight I don't know what that is, and I don't know how to improve that, because that's not what they were in years past. So Mm -hmm. the drops might be Mm -hmm. like they're a great Achilles Mm -hmm. heel. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Just as weird as their defensive change for the better. Which is amazing. I know. They're they're fantastic, guys. Over the last six weeks, they're allowing 11 points a game. That's second best in the NFL. That is three times. They were giving up three times at the first eight weeks of the season. That Mm -hmm. turn, I don't even... Moving Chris inside, Mm -hmm. Melvin Mm -hmm. Ingram. I don't understand how it turned around that quickly, but credit to Spags for doing it. Vikings, Lions, let's go to Detroit. Let's go. We did. The football was great, but before that, they honored the victims in the school shooting at Oxford High School. Dan Campbell wore a T-shirt. Several of the players that I also noticed, Kirk Cousins, the visiting quarterback, wore it. Once the football started, 7-6, Detroit was up in this one. Stay tuned. Here you go, though. There, the inevitable touchdown to Jefferson. Cousins did the go-ahead points. Game should be over. And it's a wrap. They did. But not today. Not today. Today, third and six, 23 seconds left, no timeouts. You get it underneath the Hawkinson, get on the ball, get on the ball. And then after some weird stuff with sloppiness, penalties, fourth and two, four seconds left, Jared Goff, Evan Ra, touchdown, his first career touchdown. And Detroit wins, the place erupts. It's This is not another team winning on the home field, it is Detroit off the winless streak, getting a win, unbelievable. I mean, there are a million ways to go about this, and we're gonna we're gonna break it down right now. 29 to 27, the Lions, one, 10, and one. But afterwards, head coach Dan Campbell getting his first win as a head coach was thinking about all kinds of things off the field and in the community. Start with this game ball goes to the whole Oxford community. All those were affected. And that being said, man, I just I want us to not forget these names: Madison Baldwin. Hannah St. Juliana, Justin Schilling, Tate Muir, Phoebe Arthur, uh, John Ashuto, Riley France, Elijah Mueller, Kylie Osiji, Aiden Watson, and Molly Darnell, who's a teacher. Um, those, those names, um, for all those, uh, will never be forgotten. And they're in our hearts and our prayers and all the families, and not to mention all those that were affected by all of this. 
the classmates, the brothers and sisters, the cousins, the teachers, the, everybody, coaches. A heartfelt gesture from Dan Campbell there and a great win for the Lions and for the entire city of Detroit. What do we make of the Lions' first win of the season, Peter? I, I thought it was an incredible moment for a community that's obviously hurting. Let's take a look at Jalen Elliott, safety from the Lions, who usually wears number 42. Kyle, you did a wonderful job telling us the story of Tate Meir, who was the young man who fell during the tragedy and was trying to protect, but was also a football player who wore 42. This is Jalen Elliott. He rocked the Meir jersey walking in for the Lions. There's also this eerie moment of almost cosmic Michigan beat Iowa 42-3. Mm -hmm. 42, the number that Tate Mirrors. This was a win for the... And look, we can talk about how the Vikings gave this game away. We could talk about how Mike Zimmer's late-game time management and defense was confounding. Or we could celebrate what this game meant for Lions fans. You are not winless. You get the victory. And kudos to Jared Goff. You know, leads his team all the way down the field after what looked like another confounding loss. Mm -hmm. Gets the win. Gets the win for that community. And God bless um, all the people affected by that tragedy to have even a glimmer of happiness yesterday in, a, in what's been a really brutal week. Well for said. That yeah, I mean, it's crazy how football, we've seen it so many times, can bring a, a community together even after the horrific events that we saw a week ago, whether it be Michigan College, whether it be the, the, the team yesterday, and just love that, uh, that we can use football as a way to, to bring people together, which was pretty awesome. Uh, as far as on the field, I mean, you're right. What, what a great moment, especially Jared Goff, I, I think, doesn't get enough love for what he did in L.A. Everything happened, not able to, to, to get a win, to have it play out the way that it did where you think, oh, just like, you, oh, here we go again. Did we just give this thing away? Come back and get a win. Just good for the organization. Good for all those guys. I mean, having played the game as long as I did, you understand how hard it is to win sometimes. Mm -hmm. And you want everybody to be able to have those moments. So I can't imagine going through uh, the season winless up to this point, the struggle that is. While everybody else is talking about the playoffs. You're really the only team out of it. Nice for them to get a win yesterday. One of the things that follows golf around is that he has never won a game where McVay wasn't his coach. Mm. Didn't win one under Jeff Fisher, didn't win one under Dan Campbell. He won that game and he won it with a throw that was right there that was perfect. I just look at Dan Campbell and like if if you show up and it's biting kneecaps, we're gonna fight, and we're gonna do this, and we're gonna blah 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 blah. You can do a lot of things on the field, and with that roster, God bless them, you cannot quit. You cannot have any lack of effort if that is your whole calling card about how tough we are and how hard we're going to fight. They didn't quit. They didn't quit in any of these games. I really think they lost, I think, on three walk-off field goals this year all the way down to the end. There's an incredible scene afterwards where the, the players aren't rolling their eyes at their coach. Like, they love the coach. I've seen some teams that won yesterday that are kind of already doing the tape and not listening. The Lions were all in, <laughs> and so... I don't think there's a ton to work with on this roster. You know, Peter, we were talking last week, and you're like, I don't see a win. And I get it. And I don't do that to cold take you because I agreed no, with you I, at the time. And I, they got that win yesterday. It's not because they were better or they had a better roster or they played. I, I just they didn't quit. It's without Swift. It's without so many defensive superstars. So and I'm like, Two touchdowns from guys who have never scored a touchdown before. And Khalif Raymond is making the biggest plays of the game. And Khalif Raymond was, Brock Wright. was, was released by the Titans. So like, they didn't quit. And I, I give that so much credit to Campbell. We'll see what happens moving forward. But I got pretty fired up about that. <laughs>
<laughs> you got, you're going to have to pick another brightest star. A new one. I know. Uh, quickly, do you want to come with? We had this debate about tortured okay. fan bases. Yeah. Do you want to join me on the Vikings at this point? Or mm, not I'm yet? staying on Detroit. The most tortured <laughs> fan base. Yeah. If they got a win, they would have been inside the NFC playoff picture. Yeah. They lose to a winless team, and now they're in trouble. Want to know what their, their schedule is? What do you got? <laughs> They've got the Steelers. Okay, fine. Rams. They've got a January 2nd game in Lambeau. Fun. Yikes. Fun. Fun. Um, Real fun for the Vikings. But let's go to the robust Chicago Bears fan base and oh, give them fun. a good Monday morning. Yeah, DeMar DeRozan was great. He was. Day. And Montgomery's good. The, the weather was miserable yesterday in Chicago. It was raining. It was cold. Kyler's back. Andy Dalton threw four interceptions. That was the fifth time in his career he's thrown four interceptions. That was really the story of this game. 10-2 and two, Arizona. Chicago, we love you. Chicago, rough loss there. Could Atlanta get a win? They're going up against Tom Brady, who they have never beaten as a franchise. Gronk has been awesome the last few weeks. Chris Godwin, awesome in this game. And of course, here's Mike. Gronk again. Go big and high. Brady had one questionable pick six. Other than that, completely dialed in. Threw 51 passes, had four touchdowns. Don't look now. Bucks might be the best team in football. Gronk looks incredible. You know, the Rams dominated the Jags week 13. Odell Beckham Jr. starting to find his groove. Uh, Kurt, you want to get on some highlights? Want to read oh, some highlights? Jeez, right. let's do it. We'll do highlights. Rams, everything. too? Let's go. It's a lot of convincing. You're down for everything. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com.
Chiefs are hot. They've won a bunch of games in a row. Ben Roethlisberger needs to here. Ben has actually beaten the Ravens in six of his last seven starts. Could he keep it going? Let's see. Lamar now has eight interceptions in the last four games. Very interesting. Here we go. Seven-point game, but did you leave Lamar too much time? Lamar had struggled the entire game up until this point. Could he pull a rabbit out of his hat? The terrible towels. Renegade Thank was you. played earlier. Touchdown! An extra point sends this thing to overtime. You've got a great defense. You've got Justin Tucker. But there's Lamar Jackson going for two in the win! Harbs went for it. You know, Harbs could have had a really cool Harbaugh weekend if they pulled this one. Oh, really could. They still got more. Ben, a lot of reports in his last season before the game. He pulls it out. Now look, what we didn't show was that TJ Watt was the best player on the field. Best player in the league this weekend. This guy had three and a half sacks, was all over the place. And our Aditi Kinkabwala had a chance to talk to the all-pro pass rusher who leads the league in sacks after the win. Ball glances off of Mark Andrews' hands there at the end. The camera catches you with the biggest smile on your face. Can you tell us what's going through your head yeah, right I, then? I don't even remember smiling. I remember gasping for air. I was so, so out of breath and um, just down to the wire. And that's when the backs are against the wall. As a defense, we like to say that we can stand up in those moments, and it was a big moment for us. You shut down the number one seed in the AFC and your division rival. What's the feeling there? Can you encapsulate that for us? Back on track, honestly, it's it's been such an up and down season and to be able to get back on track is huge um, To be able to smash the run relatively well I'm just gonna look at the film and see how it went, but uh, a win is a win and we're, we're damn sure happy It's in the AFC North too He was part of spoiling that two-point conversion at the end He missed two and a half games this year still leading the league in sacks by two whole sacks says JJ Watt his brother of course proud of his little bro. Now Pittsburgh getting closer to a wild card spot after that huge division win. The Ravens drop from number one to the three seed with that loss. Uh, let's talk about the field conversion, guys. Mm. We love to play Monday morning sure. quarterback. They decide to go for two. Uh, it does not work out for them. Uh, Kurt, what do you think? Well, I mean, it's like always. It, it all is depending on whether they get it or not. But I, I love the call. I mean, here you are, you're the number one seed, you have everything to lose, and what's John say? We're going for it. It's in the division, it's the chance for us to hold on to the number one seed to make a statement. I love it. As a player, you love to have these moments, and I love the play call. I mean, there was an opportunity there to make this. That's what it's all about. Do we execute? Do we not execute? In that particular case, Steelers win the down, but I love moments like that, and when coaches say, I'm going to put it in your hands as a yeah. player. There's nothing better than that. And at the end of the day, all you can do is, it's like Lamar, you go and you throw your helmet because you go, that was on me. I didn't make that play, but everybody likes that. You go for one there and tie it up and you lose in overtime and then you're just like, yeah. You know, give, give us an opportunity to win this football game. They did. They just didn't make it happen, but, but I like the call. I think there's also an equity, too, moving forward for in the locker room that Harbaugh went for it. You know, yeah. in, the, in the coming weeks, in the playoffs, like, this guy's got our back. We know what we are, and we know who we are. I also just, like, this was the Ravens' best player versus the Steelers' best player. If we can see it again, Watt makes the play. Like, T.J. Watt makes this play, and he makes the play in a way, in something he didn't do. He had talked about, Lamar tried to get him off his feet. He gives him the old juke thing here, and T.J. talked to the actual Monday morning quarterback, Peter King, and said... <laughs> Last year, Lamar got me up in the air. He juked me and I jumped. My whole goal here was to contain him and not jump. The reason that pass is just a little off is because Watt is in his way. I still think Andrews catches this nine out of 10 times. Yeah. And I know Andrews feels the same way. 
I don't know, Peter. I said that it's their best player versus the best player. Could you make an argument that pound for pound the best player of the Ravens is their kicker? Yes. Like, I mean, who could probably make a 70-yarder if he needed to? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. Wait a minute. I love Justin, but come on. Let me weigh in do on Do you think just, that Justin Tucker is a better kicker than, than Lamar Jackson is a quarterback? It doesn't matter I because do. at that moment All right, Peter, right get in. there. <laughs> and, that, and Harbaugh actually explained it, and it was an interesting take. He said, we had so many injuries at cornerback yeah. that we like our defense isn't going to necessarily stop. And Ben marched that team right down the field the last few right. drives. So that, But you know, was it the right call or not the right call? We can do it. I, I thought it was such a cool game, and like this was such a throwback. And here we are week 13, and you might be like, Gosh, there's football on Monday, there's football on Thursday, there's football, and there's a lot of football. And then you get the drama of last night, and you're like, that's awesome! That is awesome! And then the fact they went for it. And, you know, Romo might not be for everybody. I thought the 30 seconds leading up to it was such good broadcasting and was so dramatic. I just want to relive it again. They score, and the assumption is they're going to go for one. Take a listen to the call and relive just what went in to those final moments of this play. Mm -hmm. And I wish they would go for two. I want to see this game end right here, one way or another. I want one team. But they're going to kick it, obviously. But I wish that they would go for two. That would make it fun. They are going to go for two. Yes. You oh, wanted it, this Tony. Is it. You got it. How about this? What a decision this is. The game hinges on one play. Jackson flings it. Andrews can't get to it. Could not reel it in. Romo assumed that he was, they were just going to play it safe. Right. Go for one. Yeah. And no, Harbaugh says go for I think everyone at home. That's what like, everybody oh, does. Two, go for two. We went for it. I can't criticize it. There's a million ways we can. But in the moment, I was saying go for two. Mm -hmm. How could you criticize it, though, right? Like, if we're, you guys are all agreeing that it was good to go for it. I was shocked that they went for it. Like, I know Romo's. Yeah. yeah just because of the Justin Tucker factor. Mm -hmm. And what we saw from Chris Boswell like what? Where's the advantage? How I don't have the numbers, the next gen stats, but how often do overtime situations end up with field goals? Very often. Mm -hmm. And when you, I mean, we saw Chris Boswell just completely shank an extra point. We saw yeah. him on a kick. He had a terrible game. So I would think Harbaugh would be like, I have the better team. Mm -hmm. I can handle this in overtime, and that's where I want to go because it is. It all comes down to execution. One foot, one hand, one finger, and even if it's a great game plan, it's out of your hand on one play. I thought Harbaugh would be like, I trust my team, even if I don't have corners out there. I don't know. I thought it was weird. I think he was saying that. Yeah. He was just saying it in a different way. Yeah. I trust my team. We've yeah. seen it a number of times. Lamar goes over on fourth down. Coach, go for it. And you're like, all right, you want to go for it? Go for it. And so he trusts his guys. You don't understand how big that is in the locker room. Yeah. When your coach says, okay, you got to have my back here. 100%. I will have your back. You got to have my back. And what that does for a team and galvanizing a team. And this team's not playing great football. That would have been a huge moment for this team. But I think win or lose, mm -hmm. they go in and go, mm -hmm. all right, we're all right. We, we got a coach that believes in us no matter what we're doing out there. We're going to find a way. And now the Steelers are alive. T.J. Watt looks yeah, incredible. Yeah. Ian Rappaport joining us now to stay in the AFC North here. Ian, uh, the Ravens may have lost a big piece on their defense. You know, we talked about Marlon Humphrey in this conversation. What's the latest on him? And then what's the latest with Joe Burrow and his finger? Well, we'll start with Marlon Humphrey, Kate, because the story of the Baltimore Ravens season, besides winning a bunch of football games, has been injuries. So many starters, it seems, have been out for the season. So many starters still in injured reserve. And they are about to add another one. Marlon Humphrey, their all-pro cornerback, one of the best players on the team, regardless of position, is feared to be out for the season with a torn pec. He's going to have an MRI today to determine the damage. But either way, he is going to be out a while. Not good news for the Baltimore Ravens there. 
And then for the Cincinnati Bengals, they had their quarterback, Joe Burrow, dislocate his pinky. Now, he missed a little bit of time in the game. You could see him on the sidelines grimacing and trying to put a, a brace on it, trying to tape it, trying to figure out somehow, some way to keep playing with it. Seems like we've had a lot of finger injuries for quarterbacks. Taysom Hill, Russell Wilson. This one, not quite as bad. Easy for me to say it's not my finger. Joe Burrow does not believe he is going to have to miss time, but obviously we will keep an eye on if this thing gets worse than it was yesterday. Cincinnati hosting the Niners, a late game, big game uh, in week 14, which kicks off with a primetime battle. Thank you so much, Ian. Right off that Ravens-Steelers, and we're going to go to Chargers-Bengals. Two teams that are young, exciting, talented. These two young, cool quarterbacks already up 16 to nothing. Herbert says the hell with it. I'm going to throw one up. And Jalen Guyton. Jalen Guyton makes the grab 44 yards. They're up 24 to nothing. But the Bengals, they have character or heart or maybe just toughness or maybe they were just mad at themselves. I don't know. But Burrow runs one in. Despite an injured pinky, which Joe Burrow played through, we got to watch that. Those pinkies, quarterbacks, it's tough. They had come all the way back to be down two. There was still time to play, but then the Chargers just ran away with it. Mixon puts it on the ball. Can't believe it. There's been so much goodwill with the Chargers this year. Tough loss at home. Disappointing for the fans. But hey, let's go. Let's go LA. AFC is weird. Lots of quarterbacks are super intriguing. Herbert <laughs> versus Burrow. Great quarterback matchup. There's a lot of intrigue. You know, Peter's asking uh, Kurt Warner mid mid highlight what's going on with Lamar Jackson. So a lot of intrigue surrounding that position. Let's talk about the person that we are more most excited to watch here down the stretch. The most uh, intriguing QB, if you will, Peter. We're talking about a team that has five straight wins, and when we show the graphic for the playoffs, still isn't even in the hunt. Like there's too many teams that are still above them, but they're stacking wins. And their quarterback is playing efficiently. I'm going to go Tua tunga Violet of the Miami Dolphins. I find them fascinating, and I find him personally fascinating. This guy wins games. He does what he has to do to win games, and they are winning a lot of them. Five straight. He completed 30 passes yesterday, but had less than 300 yards. It's like this offense is a lot of Tua. Just don't kill us and don't make a mistake, and he hasn't. Can you win that way? You sure can. And here's Tua, five straight wins and amidst all the Deshaun Watson stuff earlier in the season, and they're back in the playoff mix. And he gets this win and you're like, all right, everyone's gonna crown Tua. They asked Logan Ryan after the game, hey, if you had to come in as an emergency quarterback, how would you have handled it because of all the injuries to the Giants quarterbacks? He was Here was Logan's quote. I'm a lot like Tua. I can throw two yard passes to the left. Still getting the shade. Still getting ah. After beating them 20 to 9, Tua respect. still has to hear it. There's no respect around the league for no. Tua. And no. it's it might be because of his arm strength, might be because he's left-handed, might be because of his demeanor, where he's just kind of like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, Carissa Thompson did a sit-down with Tua yesterday um, for the Fox pregame show. And then afterwards she was asked, like, you know, what's he like? She's like, and that might actually work in his advantage mm. for all the criticism and all the hate Tua takes. Mm-hmm. He lives in this tunnel where he's like, I don't even care. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about the next game. They've won five straight games. Dolphins fans mm-hmm. wouldn't want to have it any other way. Tua Tunga Vailoa. I am fascinated how he finishes the season and what these Miami Dolphins do. Well, and they got the Jets coming up. Then they got New Orleans, who's lost five in a row. I mean, they could reel off seven, eight straight games. I mean, but I also understand what everybody's saying. You want to see just a little bit more flash from him. Guy I'm looking at is, is Mac Jones. I mean, here's a team that's sitting at the top of the AFC. I mean, beginning of the year, they're two and four, and you're like, oh, you know, he's, he's playing all right. Now he's got them at the top of the AFC. But come playoff time, I just think you got to see more from your young quarterback. He's got to be a guy that can win games 
for you. Not saying that he's, he can't. He hasn't had to in the six-game win streak. But I'm intrigued by him. Is that, you know, he drops in the draft and everybody talks about what he can't do. Very much like Tua. All he's doing is going out and winning football games, and he's got that team believing. So he's the guy that I got my eye on with them having the number one seed starts tonight against Buffalo in that big matchup. But I want to see what he is down the stretch. Tua and Mack, guys who are not being asked to do a ton. I got a guy who's being asked to do everything. Lamar Jackson's having a really strange stretch to his career. Three and three over the last six, seven touchdowns, eight interceptions. Um, He's sacked a career high seven times yesterday, and I wonder if it's finally like, I'm not that powerful. I can't just beat everybody. The interceptions are a little bit weird because they're really ugly. And I thought there was something interesting that someone made a meme, and it was this picture of Lamar just chucking it, and it said, bleep it, Mark Andrews out there somewhere, which is kind of funny, but Lamar retweeted it and laughed, and like it's kind of like he was in on the joke. Like, that's not going to beat the Patriots in the playoffs. That's not going to beat anybody. He's on a really bad stretch, throwing a lot of picks, and he doesn't have any help. So I wonder if this team peaked a little early or if finally just the defense is just – now they lose Humphrey. So many injuries. Yeah. That's a lot of injuries. What it's you, a lot. What do you tell to Harbaugh and the coaching that they were, like, playing above their weight for a while, yeah. and then the, you know, then Marlon Humphrey kind of sunk them. I think maybe they over – they did better than they should given the injuries. But I always think it's interesting because we've said the same about Patrick Mahomes early in the year, is that you've been special every time you step on the field. Yeah. Okay, you're not special right now. Mm -hmm. Lamar, you've been special for so long. You're not special. Stop being special. Mm -hmm. Stop trying to do those things that you've done for two years that's made you the MVP, that's made us this team, and that is the tough dilemma. Do you just say, we're going to keep swinging, and if it doesn't work this year – It'll work next year because you're that good. Or do you say, we got to pull back, we got to play a different way? It's just a tough, mm-hmm. tough dynamic mm-hmm. for, for those two guys mm-hmm. and where they're at right now. Do you know who I think is special? Who's that? Kyler Murray. Oh, uh, he's special. <laughs> you can say what you want about the Cardinals, whether or not you trust them, whether or not you think they'll be there when all is said and done, but you cannot tell me that this is not the most exciting quarterback in football right now. He was back yesterday, he was gone a month. It's in Chicago. The weather was crappy. They leaned on the run game more than they have really all season. And he still threw four his, touchdowns. His legs. This is, what, this is what makes him different. Oh, oh he man. He makes it look so easy. I know. I four mean, total he's such touchdowns. a gifted, gifted thrower on top. I mean, it's just, it's fun to watch. So he faded down the stretch a little bit last year, but he's healthy now. He looked very healthy yesterday. And now they just have to fend off the Packers for that one seed. And mm-hmm. I think he's got a real chance to make a statement these next couple of weeks. Is he out of the MVP discussion? He missed a month, but He's still 8-1 and one as a starter. He still has the same amount of touchdowns as Dak Prescott. I think a couple fewer than Mahomes, a couple fewer than Aaron Rodgers. He's still very much in the mix there. They've got big games coming up, bright light games. He can make a statement. The Rams next Monday night, they face the Colts down the stretch. Those are really big. And then Week 17, that game's in Dallas against the Cowboys. So, I don't know. Completion percentage, passer rating, all of it looks good. The numbers are good. Make a statement. Make people believe in the Cardinals. Uh, here, of course, on a Monday, we've got highlights. We'll get you separate paths built tonight and Nate Burleson is going to stop by and hang out with us in his old chair today. We love having the Hall of Famer. He'll be here today and tomorrow for highlights and more thoughts on the Lions win after this. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 
37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Monday at Good Morning Football with our little Nate Burleson. Mm. So we welcome back our favorite triple threat. You can see him over on CBS Mornings as a co-host there. He contributes to the NFL Today as well as right here on NFL Network. He is all over the place. Nate, good morning. Good morning, Kay. How are you guys doing? What's up, Kurt? What's up, Peter? Kyle? Good, man. Kurt Warner, a Hall of Famer just like you, does not drink coffee. So you guys are taking down the coffee industry one bean at a time because you've achieved such levels of success without espresso. But that said, give me your espresso mm. moment from week 13. You caught me off guard there for a sec. You said, Kurt Warner, Hall of Famer, just like you, but you're saying just like me drinks coffee. Mm. I'm not a Hall of Famer. Don't have a gold jacket. Right. Kurt Warner, he's on a whole it. different level. Um, but uh, espresso moment, though. For me, I'm going with the Detroit Lions for my espresso moment. It was a moment that not only the team, the city, but more importantly, Oxford, Michigan. They need it. Mm -hmm. It's tough. What they've been through, what they are going through, and what they will have to go through the rest of their lives, they're going to deal with a type of pain that we couldn't even imagine. But there's moments in sports where it could just temporarily distract people from what they're dealing with. Um, of course, I'm happy that the Detroit Lions will not go endless, um, but I'm more excited that people that are dealing with unspeakable tragedies um, can take their mind off of that and focus on football just for a little bit, even if it's briefly. So that was my espresso moment. Shout out to the Lions and, of course, Oxford, Michigan, and all of those affected by the tragedy. Yeah, it's beautifully said, Nate. We know how much Detroit means to you. And uh, you walk the walk, you talk the talk, you do it all. And appreciate you bringing that up. You also give out game balls every week on our show on Monday. Yeah. We haven't done ours yet, so you'll be the first one to get your crack in. Who gets the game ball? Player, coach, whoever. Could be a front office member, if you want, from week 13. Okay. Is it Minshew Mania time yet? Or, or am, I, am I too Let's early? Go. Uh, so I'm going Let's with Gardner go. Minshew. Yeah, man, Gardner Minshew was balling. It's rare that you have an opportunity to go out there and prove yourself once again, maybe as a starter, but now as a backup. One, with this type of victory, he's extended his shelf life as a backup quarterback and maybe even put himself in a position where he can compete for a number one quarterback spot again. Gardner was as excited as we've ever seen him on the football field. And I'm not sure if you guys saw that clip with him and his pops after the game. He's sitting there with his leather jacket, and he's just excited. He keeps hugging his dad over and over and over. And if you mm -hmm. haven't seen it, look it up right now. But Gardner Minshew, though, because let's just keep it real. He was booted out of Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence comes in. He's the golden child. And all of a sudden, Gardner has to find a new home. And he did that. And he put his foot down, basically saying to the NFL, I'm still here, and I'm still legit. 
It is really cool. And, they, and as a species, the post-game dad hug is, is one of the all-time great hugs. Oh. It was really, really well done. I mean, it was awesome. You've done it. I've done it. And many people have done it. It's fantastic. Yep. But, Nate, you've also done uh, your own little piece of artistry on toe drags. And we do the toe drag swag every single week. But I have a request for you yeah. this week. As many as they're really good young yeah. receivers coming up in the league, can you call attention to maybe one of the older guys, one of the OGs this week? One of the OGs. Um, yeah, I got you. I got you. Let's make some reservations at the Hilton. And I'm talking about okay. T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, wow. that's the toe drag that I want to oh, focus God. on. My guy, Carson Wentz, looking for his wide receiver and T.Y. Hilton goes up, catches it, high points the ball with his hands, and then he comes down, checks out the ground, and gets his feet down. You just dot the eye with that right toe right before you go out of bounds to make sure the ref can see that catch in the footwork. So for me, T.Y. Hilton, who we love seeing on the field, and when he's healthy, this is a completely different team. So if T.Y. Hilton can stay healthy along with that running game of Jonathan Taylor, mm. watch out. The Colts are not done. Let's go. Well, Nate, Kate said, just like me, just like me, middle name Eugene. I did not know that about <laughs> you, Nate. So we got so many yes. things, so many things in common. Nate, huge game tonight. Bills, Pats, a lot of playoff implications. What are you most looking forward to in the big game tonight? First, let me say, Kurt, you, you do an awesome job. Anything that you touch, looking forward to the movie. Um, and I enjoy working with you on Sundays, even though it's from coast to coast. Um, for me, I'm looking at this Pats-Bills game, and as much as I can be excited about the Buffalo Bills and that offense and Josh Allen being dynamic and, and wanting a quarterback that can extend the plays in the pocket with his athleticism, I am more focused on the Patriots side of things. Let's just set the defense to the side for a second. We know how dominant they have been on every level. They can get after the quarterback. The linebackers are fantastic, anchored by one of our guys, Kyle Benoit. And then on the back end, if you're throwing the ball up in there, J.C. Jackson, if he's anywhere near it, he's just not going to get the pass breakup. He's going to get the interception but it's the offensive side of the ball for me that's the most impressive part of this offense the guys that they brought in to help anchor this squad the free agency money that they spent and now it's all ran by this young rookie quarterback mac jones and forget about him being diet tom brady he's not he is his own man and kurt you, you can understand this the one thing i love about mac jones it's not the throws that he makes yeah he makes we've seen him throw great passes in college it's the decisions that he's making. Sometimes the best throw is a throw you don't make. And he has discernment. And you see him really falling into this place of comfort where he's going through his progressions and he says, you know what, I'm going to live the play another down. I'm either going to check this ball down to my running back or I'm going to throw it out of bounds. That's veteran, veteran savvy in the pocket. So for me, I'm looking at this offense and I feel like the Patriots are going to continue their win streak and they're going to get this dub over the Bills. I do like Mac Jones. I've always said this, Nate, is that, you know, what you're looking at, you can be successful at any level. So we talked some about his physical skills coming out. Think about Mac Jones. See him take the snap from center. He knows where his eyes should be. That's what's leading him right now. And yep. that's why he's got the number one team in the AFC. Mm -hmm. I think tonight's going to be an awesome game because you've got the Patriots and the Bills. And everyone's going to be online. Everyone's going to be talking. So I thought we'd have some fun with this. And we're going to do a segment called What's Trending? What do you think will be trending tonight during the game. That could be a player, a play, a moment. Kyle, why don't you take it up? What will be trending when you go to that Twitter sideline? It's like, here's what's up during the Monday night game between the Bills sideline. and Patriots. Okay, there's these two Patriots running backs that I like, Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson. We have uncovered a fact here in Good Morning Football that it's actually not two running backs. Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson are actually Damondre Harrison. It's <laughs> one guy. They, they try to purport like it's two. It's not. 
And here we are. Demandre Harrison, both these guys run their wheels off. They are mean, they are nasty, they play with a huge chip, and I think that the Buffalo Bills will win or lose this game best on their ability to tackle. Yes, Demandre Harrison, trademark. Don't steal it. You've been stealing enough from this program lately, other shows. That's the guy you got to bring down tonight. One man, Demandre. Kurt, what do you got? I think All right, that I'm just going to go here with Ooh. just hashtag not so fast. I think everybody is saying... Patriots are back, six-game win streak, they're uh-huh. going well. I'm just saying not so fast. I think the Buffalo Bills are going, hey, it's supposed to be our time. We need to show the world that it is our time. Mm-hmm. We're at home. Cannot let them come in and steal our soul by winning this game with a rookie quarterback. So just not so fast. I like it. T.J. Watt yesterday had three and a half sacks. He leads the league in sacks. He's single-handedly dominating the Ravens. And everyone's like, that's your defensive player of the year. Like, that's it. It's a done deal. Not so fast is right, Kurt Warner. I'm going with Matthew Judon as hashtag Judon. D-P-O-Y. Matthew Judon has been a revelation for the New England Patriots this season. He's a free agent signing. And I thought it was really interesting. I went back and I was looking at some of the headlines. What did Belichick say to you to get you to sign? And he's like, Belichick said nothing. I wanted to be a Patriot. I wanted to play for the greatest coach ever. I wanted to be one of Belichick's guys. I think Judon wearing those red sleeves and the number nine single digit is going to put on a show tonight. Bills fans, uh, look, I think this is going to be a great game this evening. I think Josh Allen's going to show up and play well. But I think just like yesterday, in the biggest of moments, it was the best player in the field, and that was... T.J. Watt, it might be number nine. I think Matthew Judon might be the guy. It might be in the conversation, the pl- defensive player of the year. Now, I want to do, like, hashtag pipe down Patriots and say go Bills. Get Patri- Bills fans are so mad when you're talking about the Patriots. Well, shut them up. Shut them up and give us a reason to not talk about them. But I'll just go hashtag we miss Trey. I think Tredavious White's going to be really missed on the field. He's really only missed one meaningful game, and the Titans really had their way with this Bills defense. So I think he'll be certainly be missed. I think it's so interesting. I want to be like, man, will Mac shrink in the big lights on the road, hostile territory in Buffalo? Obviously played in enemy territory in high you know, stress situations when he was in college. And I go back, I was at the game in New England when they faced Tom Brady. When they, you know, Tom Brady's in his Bills the pressure of that. And Mac had such poise. Yeah. He was so awesome. I don't think he's going to shrivel in the uh, in this Sounds game like tonight. we got Pats, Pats. I want well, the Bills to win. Yeah. Win, Bills. Just go. They win. <laughs> Josh Allen does it. We're going to win. We're gonna be so- Trey White is out. Mm-hmm. Cam Lewis, in the week of the underdog story. All right, let's go. Cam Lewis will be wearing number 47. He went to Buffalo for college. He's a Detroit, Michigan native. This is going to be a huge deal because I think Josh McDaniels is going to pick on Cam Lewis tonight. Have the game of your life. Mm. Shut it down and help the Bills here with obviously one of the best cornerbacks in football out yeah. because of injury. Mm-hmm. You're calling the game, Kurt. Like, what's what's at the top of the list of the topics you guys are looking for? That's the great thing about this game. There's so many storylines. But, of course, I'm looking at the quarterbacks. I want to see Josh Allen continue that ascension and say, it's our time now. Mm-hmm. And I love Mac Jones. I love him coming out of college, and I love the fact that he plays the game with his mind first and the physical part second because I think we fall in love with the physical, and and I get it. But I always played this way. Tom Brady played that way. I love guys that know how to play the football game, and that's what I love to watch when I get to go call a football game. It's what I be watching. Who are you calling it with? Is Kevin Harlan? Who's Kevin Harlan. Oh, the yeah. legend. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. awesome, man. JC Jackson. How are you? Might be talking about him tomorrow. Did I just hear Peyton Manning's on our show tomorrow? I heard both the Mannings are. Due oh. respect to Cooper. Brothers Manning's on the program? Right. Oh, that's heaven. That's the Kurt Warner effect. <laughs> you go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. 
That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish spring body wash and bar soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.